hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW. Sometimes it's something that we've learned. Maybe it's something that we struggled with. Maybe it's a tip or a trick. But the bottom line is, for us, there is no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, some of us are microwaves, we lose weight really fast, and then there are some of us who are slow cookers like myself. It takes a little bit longer, and it's okay. Let's talk about the benefits of both. Are you ready? Let's talk. Hello, hello. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, it is another week for us to dive in and work some things out in our lives. Are we ready to do this? Let's do it. Yes. Just realize both of you two are in pink and I am not. Pink is the color. Okay. Pink is like the in color. I'm bringing my colors. How about that? That's about the pink I'm bringing to the party. <laughs> there you go. That was okay. <laughs> it's all shades of like, and I like your top. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Look at us. Um, so this week I thought maybe we could talk about, um, sometimes we'll see this com- this comment pop up in the group, like I'm not losing weight as fast as I thought I would, or, and sometimes really negative thoughts about people who have been on the journey for a long time and haven't lost what they feel would be an appropriate amount of weight. Um, or jealousy about somebody who is on the plan and like the weight is just falling off. And so I know that in our meeting space, and I'm sure it's probably, you know, something that comes across the board from WW, there's the the thought that there are microwaves and there are crock pots, right? Mm-hmm. Microwaves are the people who can drop weight real fast. And then there are people who, it, you know, it, it simmers. It takes a little bit longer for the weight to come off. Um, have you guys at any point been microwaves in your journey? Yes. I think using the analogy that you just said of microwave and a crock pot, I have been a microwave that has exploded and then decided that the contents of the microwave needed to go into a crock pot because I start (laughs) off like really, really fast. Like, you know, I know how to lose it and I've lost like 50 pounds, done it, been on, 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 on. And, and then, and then, um, usually it was when I was making changes that were not very sustainable Mm -hmm. um, or doing things that I feel were more diety. I had to realize that for a longer term success for me to make changes that were sustainable, it was a little slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I fell in the crockpot category. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I've been both at certain times of my journey. Right okay. now, I think I'm right. I'm in the crockpot. I'm going to come back to something you just said right there. But Ricky, you go. Um, I think the only time I've been a microwave was when I first started WW, which was when I was a teenager. And my lifestyle was just very different. I was um, going to school in DC. I was taking the metros. I was walking a lot. I was just an act- I was a teenager. I was active. Um, played some sports, um, but I had been overweight and that, you know, and I think I truly didn't have an understanding of portion sizes and all that. So when I joined WW, I think I was about 16 or 17, I truly didn't have an understanding of, you know, what a portion should be or how many vegetables I should have a day or, you know, like the, how bad sugar was for me. 
Um, so the choices I made later in life and, you know, even to this day that I have challenges with are based on years of, um, you know, building unhealthy habits back in and knowing they're unhealthy, but trying to undo all those habits and, and cravings for things that are unhealthy. Mm -hmm. I would say for me that I don't know that I've ever been a microwave when I've been losing weight, but I know that as I've gotten older, it's gotten more difficult, but that also has come along with having a thyroid issue as well. And so it all depends where my thyroid health is. Because when it's in a healthy space, I tend to lose weight a little bit quicker. And when it's not, there's nothing I can, there's literally nothing I can do. It's just, hey, let's maintain and follow the good healthy habits. And then maybe something might come off on occasion. So I've learned to surrender to, to that portion, to that part of it. Why do you think microwaves are so celebrated? Like the, those who, is it just because they get to the, you know, that the fast weight loss is just that they get to go quicker. Because I think sometimes when I'm looking and analyzing somebody else's journey, I tend to minim, I tend to minimize the importance of how long how, do they keep it off? Is it sustainable? It's more, how long did it take them to get to their goal? Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if you all used to be people like me who would romanticize the quickness to get to the goal and less of the long-term you know, ability to keep it off. I think in general, society glorifies, I mean, everything. You can have something delivered from Amazon even the same day now, you know, like you can go through a drive-through and get a full meal. You can, you know, order a dress and it comes in two days, you know, like anything we want, we can just have on our doorstep. So I think it's easy to like think that just that weight loss is the only thing that's glorified or that it's something that's really unique. But I think it's part of how we are now, how a part of how society runs Um, and I think I definitely have been someone who focuses more on how long is this taking versus how long is it sustainable? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think uh, to your point, Berkey, about as a society, and I say that's not even just recently, it has been is winning versus losing success versus not success, right? Mm -hmm. We are addicted to success. And in this particular frame, it is losing weight. Have you lost the weight? When will you lose the weight? How successful are you at that? And, you know, for WW, they want to highlight people who are actually doing it because that makes their plan look successful. Mm-hmm. I think where I have, I don't think, I know where I've come along. Uh, yes, I have lost weight on WW. It has been the thing that has helped me maintain my weight loss. Now I have battled with my weight. Like we've talked about before my entire life and I have gained and lost tremendous amounts of weight, but it wasn't until I started doing W WW that I found success with maintaining a healthy lifestyle. And those were two different things. Like you were saying, Candace about the microwave, right. And the top, you know, popping off. And then now I've got to kind of put everything together. I've done it. I hit it. And then the top kind of came off. And the next thing I know, I'm spread all over the place. Right? And then you start mm-hmm. picking the pieces up and put me back in a slow cooker. I'm happy in a slow cooker. And I think that when you look at why, you know, because I, I like you said, you've, I've seen the questions throughout my journey of people asking, well, why, why, why is it taking you so long? Why is it that you can't just keep it off instead? 
how we even started Real WW Talk is that it's, for me, it's here, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about really the points or, you know, what I'm putting in my mouth versus if I'm exercising. It's how am I processing life? How am I processing my choices? How am I processing my worth? And how does that tie into how I eat and what I do? And that is, that's my thing that we all have something in life that we struggle with. And that just is something that I've struggled with kind of staying on top of. So I think that we minimize sometimes we are now getting to a place I feel with at least WW or Weight Watchers with them understanding that there is truly a mental component to weight loss. And I push back now on those crash diets that I used to run towards Mm -hmm. because I recognize that if it's not something that I can do for the rest of my life, that the results are going to be very short term. Mm -hmm. And that up and down actually has a worse effect on my health than slow, steady and learning how to keep it off. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's hard. It's hard though. Like you said, when you're in a culture where that's not really what's celebrated, mm-hmm. it's you're not losing it quick enough. You're doing something wrong. Why don't you just do something that'll get it off quicker because mm-hmm. you've been here for years. Why can't you just do it? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, welcome sure. to, to the <laughs> podcast. Cause let's go and analyze it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've had the same thing happen with, you know, a friend, even just the other day asked, Oh, are you still doing that? WW you still doing Weight Watchers? And you know, I feel, you know, I do get defensive because it's like, I think that's a natural reaction because you know, why are they asking that? Or are they, you know, are they concerned or they, you know, the why I think is what I wonder. But at the same time, it's like, I, I know why, like, I know that I've been on this plan and I've been successful in the past and I'm in a season right now where I haven't had significant weight loss in a long time, but I think about where I would be if I'd chosen to give up or chosen to not stay on the plan. And again, being on plan completely is very different from just paying for the Weight Watchers membership and going to the meetings and attending the meetings and leaving, you know, without doing the plan the way it's supposed to be done. And I can't say for the past however many years that I have done the plan 100% and not seen weight loss. It's been this journey of me working on the mental work, but also dealing with the the choices that I've made that haven't helped me to lose weight. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where I am, where I, I know that I need to be stricter with myself. I know that I need to work on the reasons behind why it's been challenging for me, but at the same time, not giving up and not saying I'm going to just go do something that's an easy, quick fix. Um, I'm going to do, you know, I, I don't want to throw out names of different programs <laughs> or different diets, but like, I know that if I had left WW for me personally, I don't think I would be in a better place, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah, I fully, I, re- oh, go ahead. Go, no, go Candace. No, I was just saying, I fully respect those who say, that they can do different plans and don't really have, because there are some people who don't have the mental block when it comes to weight loss. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't know that I was eating too much. Now that I know, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to stop doing that. And mm-hmm. so because they don't, they're not, they're not kind of where we are. We're like, what does it mean? Why <laughs> am I doing, you know, that's not their struggle. It really was. I wasn't aware of how much I was eating and now I can fix it. Sometimes I have to separate myself from those who are maybe doing even the same plan uh, 
who didn't have the mental block because it can make you feel a little bit that comparison is a thief of joy or mm-hmm. it can be really hard when you're like, but they just kind of snapped out of it and it, it just clicked and they just did it. Or they had a health challenge or something that was really big that made them feel like it doesn't matter what your thing is. You have to get over it. I think we're all trying to get there, but that comparison piece is hard. Ricky, I resonated a lot with what you said because even though we're on the same plan, we're all processing it different ways. Mm -hmm. And for some people, it's really just not that big of a deal. Yeah. And you know, I think that's a great point. I mean, especially when it comes to the microwave, sometimes with microwaves, it, it isn't, it's like, Oh, okay. Well, I know why I gained this weight and boom, 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 boom. And for others, it's, you know what, this weight actually doesn't represent just food to me. It represents emotions. It meant it represents a, um, a really difficult time in my life, you know, a really a deep struggle. And so not only am I trying to now shed the weight from that, but I'm also trying to shed emotions from that. I'm trying to, sh- you know, sh- shed mental weight. And honestly, mm-hmm. that's a, that can be a really hard thing. I would say conversely for myself though, I've recognized at times where I've just not done the work. Right. Like I know that I've addressed things. I know that, or at least I'm I'm making the step forward on things and I'm just not being disciplined, plain and simple. And there are times where like, I have to admit that to myself and say, you're not being disciplined right now. Uh, do or do not, there is no try in this, you know, figure, figure out, figure out what's happening right now. Um, and so there are times I think you need to have that honest conversation with yourself of what is my future um, look like. So I, one of our, actually one of our most successful episodes that we've ever talked about. Um, and I think it might be actually our highest ranked episodes is where do I want to be three months from now? Mm -hmm. Right. Having that honest conversation with yourself and saying, where do I want to be in three months from now? And it's okay if you even say, Hey, by three months, I want, I want to have made progress in this thought pattern about myself. Maybe it has nothing to do with a number on the scale. But it's what are you doing to help yourself move forward and not stay in a place of st- stuck? Because none of us are stuck as we think we are. Mm-hmm. We're we're totally in control of being able to help move ourselves forward. But it is okay to say, I'm going to rest here for a little bit because I'm going to address this before I move forward here. Mm-hmm. Nothing said this showed me that more than when I had the cancer diagnosis. I mean, uh, right. it went from what I felt like was just excuse after excuse after excuse. And I was, I called it being gentle with myself, but it really was Candace is full of crap and Candace is playing and being full of crap. So I, I, I forgive myself. It's okay. Like those were always the words. It's okay. I'm, you know, I'm just trying. I'm only going to do a little bit. I don't want to, I got that cancer diagnosed. It was like, Oh no, like we're not doing that. We're getting on the bike. And it wasn't punishment. It was like, I have to. So it shows that it showed me that I could be bigger than my excuses and I could be bigger than the rut that I put myself into. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like you said, acknowledging though, I think Aaron, you just hit a point that I just really loved. I had to acknowledge that I was full of crap at a point and say, you really are just doing this to yourself. Like this is something that is self-imposed and the same way that you're doing it, you can stop. Mm-hmm. It's not the plan's fault. It's not that Weight Watchers did anything. Mm-hmm. It's not that going on um, XY diet is going to fix it because something's wrong with Weight Watchers. It's you and you have to stop it. And at some point you either will or you will not. And no one's going to do this for you. 
Because you're carrying the same version of yourself to this other thing too. To this other thing. And so when are you going to make a decision? And for me, I was like, I'm out of time. I'm out of time. So I think now as I've gone through the process and kind of gotten to a new level and it's like, okay, now I got to even, I'm getting ready to get past the treatment phase and I have to wake up and continue to to push because I have to get to goal. I have to get to my goal for health and Mm -hmm. I can't, I don't have the luxury of the excuse. So that could make somebody look like a microwave. Um, right. But it's like, I just don't have the luxury of the excuse anymore because I yeah. care about my life. And maybe somebody who is in the slow cooker thing, it's like, they don't have that rush to urgency yet. They haven't right. found that thing that makes it like, it has to be right now. Right. Do you, um, that's an interesting thing. Like, do you think people who are slow cookers are slow cookers because their why isn't strong enough? I think for some, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that, um, and I'm only going based on myself. I think that it's, there's a why, but there's also a feeling of, yeah, but I could still do it later. It's not, mm-hmm. yeah, it's important, but like the cake today is important because next week I can do it. It's, it's, right. it's, it's just, yeah, like you said, it's not strong enough. Mm-hmm. I think that's tough. I mean, I, from the perspective of someone who is a, a, definitely a slow cooker, I'm thinking about it and I I don't know if I would describe myself as someone who doesn't have a why, but I think it's something that I have trouble believing that I can get there. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that for me has been something I've struggled with with for a long time. It's like, I know what I want, (laughs) but I think it's the belief that I can get there or that, and I've always struggled too with it going back to like wanting something right away. I put in effort after effort. And then if it doesn't work after like a, a ridiculously short amount of time, like a week, I'm like, but I worked so hard. <laughs> like I want to see something now. And, and I think that a bit of impatience is what for me personally makes it really hard because I want to see some type of result right away. And I go into this cycle of like, but I've worked hard this week. I want to see a result, but I thought I did everything right, but I didn't see what I wanted right away. And I think that understanding or that ability to stretch that out and to say, it's going to take time. How can I, and, and maybe that's sustainability. Maybe some of that is like, maybe some of those choices I'm making in those moments aren't things that I feel like I can sustain. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But just a question, Ricky, because I, I saw that you reacted and I, I want to make sure I'm clear. Do you feel that it's that you don't have a why or that no. the why isn't strong? Because I think there's a difference between I don't have a why and the why isn't strong enough. Because I think what I'm hearing you say is you have a why. But my I think I have a strong why. I do okay. think I have a strong why. And maybe I'm, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But I again, I think it's more of. Kind you have confident. a why, but you don't believe you can achieve your why. Right. Okay. And I think that it's like the confidence behind what I need to do to get to the why. And I think we've talked about this many times before, but the fear, something exciting, something you want can be scary too. Like yeah. if you can want something more than anything in the world, but be so scared that you sabotage yourself. And I think I've been living in a cycle of sabotage too. Very right. much so. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, you know, when we come back and we talk about the reframing, okay, but what if, 
<laughs> but what if, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of playing out that what if, what would it look like if, because if, if we're not happy now, well, then what if we did over here? That's not going to be a guarantee of happiness, but could you be any less happy over here than you are right now? You know, like mm-hmm. weight loss is not the savior to anybody's problems. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just not, you will still have the same problems. 20 pounds lighter, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe your blood pressure will be better. Maybe your cholesterol will be better, but it's not like, you know, your life will magically change when you, when you lose weight. And I think that's why we talk so much about working on happiness now, because if we Mm -hmm. can't be happy here, we're not going to be happy 20 pounds lighter. We think that that's going to release us from things, Mm -hmm. but even now gaining confidence where we are now, because releasing the weight isn't going to make us more. Con- yes, there will be some by- byproduct of confidence that comes along with that. Trust me, when I roll out in a size 12 pants, your girl can strut. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not like, you know, all of, you know, all of it. I've found for me that when I'm firing on all cylinders, it's more about that I'm taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. It's not about the result of the scale. I actually feel better about myself because I'm actually doing good things mm-hmm. for myself. And in turn, I think that other people start to notice that I'm taking good care of myself, that they're less apt to try to not take care of me through their words or right. Like I'm setting some expectations and other people are recognizing those expectations and they don't even try. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You guys noticed, have you guys noticed that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that, and I think when, when we're trying to get used to that, I kind of can understand what Ricky was saying with the confidence aspect of that, because I, people do start to treat you differently, you know, when you change in mm-hmm. any kind of way. And I think we as human beings tend to want, we crave normalcy or crave habit and what we know and having to accept a new way of being, even if it's better, is, yeah. can be tough mm-hmm. because I do like that people respond better and are, you know, to me and they feel like I have more confidence because of the weight loss and how I look and how I'm, I'm projecting myself. But it's scary. It's scary. And I find myself wanting to run back and be like, hold on, let me, let me put this stuff back on to where I'm used to how the world reacts to me. Um, mm-hmm. And it sounds nonsensical. Cause you're like, I like the way that people are doing this. I like this. I mm-hmm. like the good, but I'm scared. Well, it's familiar. It's familiar. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the hard part is moving out of familiarity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we'll get familiar in a new place. Yeah. Right. And it's just having to be willing to take that, this step into that. And that's why I like the crockpot analogy. Cause I feel the crockpot to me is like, is it hot in here? I mean, it's kind of hot. I mean, am I cooking? I'm going to be right. okay here. Let me just, and that's the, the journey. It's like, let right. me, I've lost 10. All right. Like, right. I'm feeling it. Let me just see what 11 feels 12. Okay. 13. Hold on. Let me go back to nine. Okay. Wait, let me go forward. It's that few steps forward, one step back. And it can look like mm-hmm. it's a long journey, but it's really about the the end because mm-hmm. the journey is beautiful. And I, and I think that we sometimes miss that as a microwave, you miss the aspect of the learning about yourself and how you react or how you got here, because I've mm-hmm. learned so much, even if sometimes it didn't show outwardly, there was a lot mm-hmm. going on up here that was changing. Yeah. And that deserves its its place as well. I don't mind saying though, there are times when I wish that I was a microwave and oh. I could like, 
be skinny and processed later. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> of course. Of course. I do too. That would be so much yeah. easier. That's when you're the one in the meeting when the person's like, I lost five pounds this week. And you're like, congratulations <laughs> to you. How long have you been doing WW? That's really great. Uh, no, but congratulations to you. We're really proud. But it just, it, I really am proud of you. It's just, I'm thinking about myself and I'm like, I lost 0.2 yeah. this week. Right. Yeah, so me. And it shouldn't be a comparison because I don't know anything about your journey. No. And, um, you know, and I think that's another thing too, especially when it comes to women, women's weight loss journeys are very different than men's weight loss journeys, especially for women as they get older, because now we're rolling perimenopause and many menopause in there. And the fact that hormones have, it's not that it's an excuse for why you're not losing weight, but it certainly is, you know, if we're, we just have to be honest that there are different obstacles that can go in the road. It doesn't mean that it's impossible, but it does mean that there are some things that we have to look at differently. And a woman losing weight at 65 is different than a woman losing weight at 45 or women at 25, 30, right? There's everybody has different challenges. And so it's being aware that just because you're doing it and someone else isn't, doesn't mean you both are on the same journey. We don't know what that person's road. We don't know the, the, like the potholes in that person's road. And you just happen to be in a really good stretch of brand new smooth payment with a, with a neon yellow line down the side. Right. And you're able to fly, fly down Mm -hmm. for now. And I hope for people that they can be able to do that, but it is, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, not, not judging someone else's journey and also not comparing your own journey as well. Mm-hmm. But can I ask you all this? Cause that's hard for me. How do you handle the, and we've maybe talked a little bit about it, but how do you handle the perceived judgment of others of your journey? Because I do feel that when, you know, the weight loss isn't as quick or you, you hear somebody make a comment or imply that there's something wrong with you because you haven't done things, but that's tough. That's really tough for me. Mm-hmm. And to compartmentalize and to not internalize and to know that my journey is my own and that maybe they either meant well or they didn't. How do you how do you not take that in to your processing of who you are and how you're doing? Have you well, all? I mean, I would say, for, I mean, it's not unusual that we haven't gotten comments from people who've chosen not to listen to the podcast anymore because we're quote unquote, not doing the work, or we've been doing this a long time without any results. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, I, I hear what they're saying. They're, they're not incorrect Mm -hmm. in that. Um, but I would say what results are you looking for? Mm -hmm. Because I would say, since we've been doing this, I've had some tremendous results, but it's not the one that you're measuring. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that comes down to knowing who I am. Um, you know, I, I, I try to listen I tried to listen to criticism as feedback and then to get myself to an average with that, you know, like I just said right there with the criticism of, you know, without any results, actually we have gotten results. The amount of mental work that we have done over the years has been tremendous. I have lost weight. Um, but I, my why from when I started two years ago is completely different than now. That's, it's so, so different. And actually we're coming up on three years. So a lot changes in three years. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm actually happy with who I am and I'm happy with where I am. And I don't, I don't have to justify that to anybody because I'm also not, I don't feel that I'm putting myself out there as a weight loss expert. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. or as even a weight loss coach. Right. I'm just here to talk about these topics that are rolling around in our mind as we're trying to be the healthiest version of ourselves. That's mm-hmm. probably the way I would, you know, phrase that. But I can't, but I, you know, I don't think any criticism really should be taken to heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also spent a lot of my life in a semi-public way. And so I've had the opportunity to develop a different level of skin, let's just say. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I Yeah, I try not to let it ruminate. I think, you know, I agree with what you're saying, Erin. I take it as feedback, but don't take it. And I try not to take it personally. At the same time, I, I you know, I, there's a lot of quotes about how we treat ourselves. I think I'm, I've probably said things 10 times worse to myself. <laughs> so I think that's the the thing that I have to work on more so than taking other people's feedback. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes I can let mean things or insensitive things, like I may think about them again, or, you know, especially if it's a, some from someone closer to me. If it's someone I know who's saying something that I perceive right. as mean, I think I, I take that a little more personally because you know me versus something from someone who is, you know, feels emboldened to, to make a comment or feedback online. But at the same time, I think I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to how I treat myself or how I'm being treated. So I think that's where the work has been done over the past couple of years and continues to be done. um, And what I personally need to work on. Yeah. And that's something my therapist, I, I've grown a lot as well in the past three years or just in life where when I started off, something that I was working on in therapy was that everybody, no matter who they were, had the same level of impact on me. And we talked about that, mm-hmm. like it could be the mailman um, or my mother, and they both could make me feel the same way. And that was not okay because I don't even know you Um <laughs> You know, and you have a lot of keyboard warriors, especially when you online, I'm not just talking about, but in life and online, you have people who are very, very separate from you who feel very emboldened to just kind of tell you whatever comes to their mind. And you do have to be able to say, who are you to me? <laughs> um, Aaron's favorite statement, do I buy you a Christmas card? Are you on my Christmas list? Do you get any of my Christmas cookies that I make? No. Right. Okay. Which I don't say to people, but mentally I have yes, to go like you know what? You I didn't we put don't a Christmas card. So Christmas card. So I just can't give that level of weight to something that you're mm-hmm. putting out to me. But I can also hear, and I'm willing to be open to. Is there anything I can take from what it is? Why is it making me feel this way? That's a new question mm-hmm. I ask. Mm-hmm. I told you I'm curious in 2023. Yeah. I became very curious in 2022 with cancer. I'm curious as to why that's making me feel this way. Is there because there's something, some truth to it that I need to address or is there nothing? I can have that conversation and that's not giving that person power for me to be able to say, is there something in there that I can unpack that I can take from the the feedback? Mm -hmm. I know, I know we're going to have to wrap up because we're about out of time, but I know for me, one of the things that gives me at least comfort in my crockpot journey is knowing that when I am tracking And I'm being honest with the tracker. Um, And so that when I do have weeks where there is a gain, I can look at this and go, hmm, something must be wonky in my body this week. And I'm just going to keep doing what I know is good for me. And I keep doing that. And then next week I have like a massive, you know, down. And it's like, that just proves to me, you just keep doing the next right thing. Keep doing the right thing. Keep doing the good things for yourself. It's not about trying to manipulate the scale to get a better better number because at the end, it's still my health. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do that's in the best interest for me 
this week, whether I'm thinking, I'm choosing to think healthy thoughts about myself and not look in the mirror um, and say, you are fat, you are ugly. You'll never achieve any of these things because nobody thinks you're pretty, right? Like I called it the merry-go-round of crap that was on my head. And I just had to pull the brake on the merry-go-round and stop telling myself myself terrible things. Like you're saying, Ricky, I can Mm -hmm. say things to myself 10 times worse than you could ever say to me. Nice (laughs) try. But if this week means, okay, I'm up a pound and a half, but I chose not to say anything negative to myself in my head, that's a win for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll take that pound and a half because I just shed, I, you know, how many pounds of weight in my brain. And the plan works if you work the plan. That's another thing. It's not even about, so it's not about, I need to do another plan. Why are you doing this? It's all here and what I need to do. So, yeah. So crock pot, slow cooker or the microwave. We love you all. We support your journey, no matter how fast or how slow you go. And we are cheering you on this week. If you want to connect with us, um, you can find us on WW Connect. We'll have that posted in the show notes. Um, we'd love for you to join us in the Real WW Talk Facebook group. It is a super encouraging group. A lot of great topics that you can just you know hop in and talk about. Make sure when you do sign up though, we have uh, like three questions in there. Make sure you answer all of the questions so that we know that you are not a robot. Because let me tell you what, the Facebook robot trolls. I don't even know how they're doing it, but these are like progressive yeah. bots. It's crazy. It's like get a life, but I mean, their life is that, I guess. <laughs> right. I guess. <laughs> so um, we're working hard to make sure we keep, keep a really um, safe and great WW, um, real WW talk Facebook community for you there. So we'd love to have you join. And of course the podcast, if you want to pop us in your ears and go for a walk or, you know, a ride on your Peloton, you certainly are welcome to do that. Um, that's generally how I will re-listen to things while I'm going for a walk. And then YouTube, if you want to see what we look like, come over and uh, watch us on YouTube. We'd love to have you. Bum, ba, da, ba, ba, ba. Yes. And you can see the girls wearing their pink and me and my pattern today. <laughs> we look fabulous. I'm rocking it. We yeah. do. You got the short hair going. I love it. I love it. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Have a great week and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.